Amy at 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark. And, of course, Pastor Matt Clark is the pastor of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be with you. I've had a couple weeks off with Sharathon and some other events. Yeah, but Good Friday. We had that Good Friday service. And oh, that's you, right. You were exactly. part of that. So, yeah, we yes. didn't record it in a couple weeks. So, yeah, it's time to get back to uh, back to it. You but bet. Th- thanks so much for also being part of our Sharathon this year. It's always a pleasure to have you as part of the programming during that time. More than happy to, to be a part of it. Thanks for the invitation. And uh, KFU Radio is such an important ministry locally here, across our nation, and worldwide. Uh, thanks be to God for providing. KFUO as that voice for the gospel, uh, both near and far. And thanks for our supporters, too. Thanks for those who participate in this marathon to, to make the broadcast of God's Word possible. And, and spots like this, where we just simply meditate on Scripture, this moment in Scripture, uh, possible. Um, getting the Word of God out, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, thanks for that. Over the past few weeks, our reading was Matthew 26 through Mark 8. So we finished up Matthew, moved into Mark 8, some action starting off into uh, as we got into Mark. You know, one thing I always find interesting, and it's so true, uh, is when Jesus goes back to his hometown and he's teaching and the people in the town are kind of like, where'd he get this knowledge? Where What's he talking about? You know, isn't that Mary's kid? Isn't that a kid that just grew up yep. down the street? You know? <laughs> So it kind of goes to show you that you're not really a big shot in your own hometown, doesn't it? It does. That's what Jesus, exactly, Gary, good point. That's what Jesus says, a a prophet is without honor in his hometown. And and that's certainly what happens with Jesus. So we always think about him being born in Bethlehem, and true enough, but he grew up in Nazareth. So Nazareth, really that hometown. And when he returns, uh, initially he gets kind of a warm welcome. He's there in the synagogue and, and he even reads in front of the people. Uh, but then when he starts to make claims about himself and that he is the fulfillment of those Old Testament scriptures, well, then people, like you said, start to question, oh, wait a second here, <laughs> isn't this <Yeah>. Mary's kid? <laughs> isn't he just a carpenter? Yeah, I know. He, he made my uh, dining room table set for me, you know. <laughs> yeah. How could he be the Messiah? <laughs> He's a carpenter. Um, yeah, people start to think that. In fact, um, they even in his hometown, that's where they are ready to throw him off a cliff. They take him down to the, the brow of the hill and they're about ready to throw him off. And then Jesus walks through them, we're, so, we're told. So it <laughs> seems miraculous to me, the way it sounds, that right. Jesus escapes that. And of course, his min- ministry continues. Uh, but even in his own family, we hear in Mark's gospel that uh, they think he's crazy. <laughs> they think he's lost it as he goes and, and is, is preaching and teaching and proclaiming that oh, the kingdom of God is here. Uh, God's promises fulfilled in me. So you're right, Gary. It is interesting to see how Jesus is welcome or perhaps not welcome mm-hmm. in his hometown. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What else would you like to highlight in our reading during the past few weeks? Yeah, thanks. So as we wrap up the, the Gospel of Matthew, um, we began Matthew's Gospel by saying it is a gospel written by Matthew, the disciple, primarily to Jews. Uh, and so Matthew, more than any other gospel, quotes the Old Testament again and again and again, just emphasizing that, yeah, this is the guy you've been waiting for. Jesus is the promised Messiah. He's here and helps them to connect the dots to Jesus. Uh, so we, we see that certainly, I think, in that crucifixion and then in his resurrection. And especially, I think it's interesting, Matthew focuses on after Jesus rises from the dead, what happens now with those guards who are supposed to be standing watch at the tomb so that no one stole his body? So these guards, really, that were working for 
the chief priests and the religious leaders. So Matthew gives us this interesting detail, I think, in, in chapter 28, last chapter, beginning with verse 11, it says, while they were going, behold, some of the guard uh, went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. They told him about <laughs> this, this miraculous happening where at the tomb and Jesus' body being gone. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while you were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. So Matthew gives us that interesting detail that the guards know full well that Jesus is alive, that he's gone, that he's raised from the dead. They even share that with religious leaders. And instead of believing in faith, they pay him off, give him a bribe to lie, to say that the body's been stolen. And that same message circulated among Jews today. So I, I think especially for Matthew to emphasize that, that, hey, uh, Jewish readers, you know, if you've heard that Jesus really didn't rise from the dead, this is why, this is what happened. Uh, it was fabricated that his body was stolen. Right. So, you, unique to Matthew. Mm-hmm. Right after that, we get to the Great Commission. In Matthew's Gospel, we see that, yeah, the Gospel is meant for Jews, but it's also meant for all people. So, we have that 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 balance there. Uh, we saw the Magi, those Gentile Magi, wise men coming in the beginning of the Gospel. Now, Matthew ends his Gospel in a similar way. The words of what we call the Great Commission, in, in beginning with verse 18, it says, All authority and in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's what Jesus says. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So that desire uh, for Jesus and in in God's heart that all nations would hear this gospel, uh, that all would believe. No qualifiers on that. Uh, No one is left out of that proclamation of the gospel, whether they are uh, men or women, rich or poor, a slave or free, black or white, whatever the case is, they'll go and make disciples of all nations. And so in the end, yeah, that good news of Jesus meant for all people. Right. And again, just to circle back to KFUO. Uh, That's thanks what I was be thinking. To God that we have this resource, right? Yeah. Caring for all nations. It uh, doesn't matter where people are at on the airwaves and over the internet and podcasts and all those good gifts that God has given. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. This message is going out uh, into your ears, into your homes, into your uh, <laughs> into <Anywhere>. your cell phones, <laughs> anywhere, yeah, right? Automobiles uh, through uh, the, the uh, connected dash- dashboards into your cell phones and uh, just around the world with the technology that God has given us to uh, proclaim uh, the good news. Exactly. You know, technology, it's, it's a tool. It can be used for bad, and, and certainly mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know, bad stuff on the internet and things, but boy, KFUO is an example of how it can be used for a great good, the greatest of good. Uh, 2,000 years later, still making disciples of all nations through that same, same gospel message that never mm-hmm. changes. Right. Uh, thanks be to God. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the Gospel of Matthew, Gary, I think we'll leave there. Uh, Gospel of Mark, as you continue your reading, uh, listeners, and I hope you do read along with us, uh, it's a gospel that's the shortest of the four, but also one that focuses on action, action, mm-hmm. action. So, 41 times in Mark's Gospel is the word immediately. <laughs> so, so be looking for that. It's only 16 chapters, and 41 times we hear the word immediately. So, action-packed. Uh, written for Gentiles, maybe even for Romans. And so Mark's gospel just is fast moving. Uh, 
And it's also interesting, if something's mentioned in Mark that's not mentioned in the other three Gospels, it's worth taking note of. So if Mark includes something that's unique to him, we should take notice. So uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, next week. Sounds good. What's the reading then next week? Mark 9 through? Mark 9 through Mark 15. So we're going to go almost to the end of the book, Mark chapter 9 through Mark 15. Sounds good. Let's have a prayer. Would you lead us as we wrap up the program? Sure, Gary. Thanks. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for uh, Matthew's gospel. We thank you that you spoke through this disciple of yours to uh, share Christ in his day and in his place, but that that same message of Christ still shapes us today. Lord, make each one of us your instruments to uh, make disciples of all nations. Uh, whether we, we contribute to that in big ways and little ways, uh, let us do our part where you've placed us. Uh, to do that and help us to support KFUO and other ministries that that help to, again, uh, share that good news of Jesus Christ worldwide. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Great to be with you. Yeah, same here. We'll talk next week. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org.